Coming up on Chopper's Politics. Politics. I've always turned Oprah down. Yeah. Yes. 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 What was it like, yeah. Oprah? You know. Were you silent Silence or, were or you silent? silent? Should we do that? Should we yeah. do that? Chopper. <laughs> were you silent or were you silenced? I was silenced. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to a special edition of Chopper's Politics. You may have already noticed I am not the Telegraph's chief political correspondent, Christopher Hope, but his loving wife, Mrs Chopper. Long-time listeners to this show may recognise my voice from the background of previous episodes during lockdown, when I was telling our dog Queenie to stop barking as Christopher spoke to various politicians. Christopher often comes home talking about his various political sources, And I always tell him, Christopher, I am the only source you need. Now my introduction is out of the way, a very warm welcome to Chopper's Festive Quiz. Today's show is a break from the regular programme as we look back at the big political moments of 2021 through the lens of a good old pub quiz. I will be the master or should that be mistress of ceremonies and keeping those naughty journalists in line. So let's meet the teams. We, of course, have the usual host of this wonderful podcast, Christopher Hope, a man so obsessed with Westminster, he once called our daughter Pollyanna, politics by mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a team name? Oh, um, yes. um, Come on, chop, chop. I I was going to have it when Tim was here. And because Tim isn't here, we're going to be called the majority of one. Your friend. Hot footing in the House of Commons. Okay, and on this occasion, the opposition is a formidable force. It's the woman whose political predictions are so astute, they've earned her the nickname Mystic Millie. <laughs> the Telegraph's associate editor, Camilla Tomini, joined down the line by her esteemed colleague, columnist Michael Deacon. What team name have you two landed upon? Michael? Uh... I don't know, the new variants? Yes, love that. It's got a 1980s sort of vibe. Yes, yeah, we could we, we, we could be a kind of singing duo, I think, Camilla. I don't know yeah. whether we're planning to sing during this uh, game. I, maybe... I could be the Andrew Ridgely to your George Michael. I love that idea, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay last Christmas. Brilliant. So, <laughs> here is how the quiz will work. Each round has a very distinct theme. Each team must buzz in before answering the question. Since some participants are remote, we will allow for some conferring time before I must insist you answer the question. Teams, I assume you have decided on your buzzers? Let's hear them. Uh, uh, that's my one. That's, the, that's, that's team majority of one. Uh, uh, maybe, Michael, you could get a glass or something. Oh, that's a good one. Yay! Team the new variants. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready. And team the majority of one. Are you ready? Yes. Yay. Let's get quizzical. Round one, general knowledge. Question one. During a marathon seven-hour session, Dominic Cummings gave scathing evidence to MPs on what he considered to be the government's pandemic failures in May 2021. Who did he say would not make it through the next reshuffle because of the mess they had made in the Prime Minister's flat? <coughs> Ooh, I think that's me. I think, I think that is Mystic Millie. Isn't it um, Dylan the dog urinating everywhere? 
Yes, yes, it is. Mystic Millie, well done. You answered the first question. Which of these did Lawrence Fox not do in 2021? A, attend an anti-cancel culture conference with Nigel Farage. B, announce he was going to star in a film about Hunter Biden. C, gain over 47,000 votes in the London mayoral elections. Uh, I think that's Michael from the new variants. Is it C? Did he get fewer votes than that? No, No, it's A. No way. A, I say A. Well done. A is a correct answer. The anti-cancel culture conference, which was due to feature Lawrence Fox and Nigel Farage, was cancelled due to insufficient ticket sales. Only 400 were sold. (laughs) Cruel. No one cares. It's a harsh world, isn't it? Right, question three. Why did Boris Johnson tell the UN General Assembly that Kermit the Frog was wrong in September? Ooh, I think Michael Deacon. Well, uh, because Kermit sang that it isn't easy being green and the Prime Minister disagreed with this <laughs> and said that it is. That is brilliant knowledge from Deacon, isn't it? I, and I hope it's right. Michael, is it right? Yes! And, and a, that is correct! And a follow-up, Michael, is did the UN leaders get the joke? No, they did not. Or, or possibly they did get the joke but just didn't think it was funny. But anyway, it was greeted with yeah. a deafening <laughs> silence, I believe. Question four. Why were comparisons drawn between Peter Stringfellow, David Icke and Tony Blair in April 2021? Ooh. Could me and Michael confer at this point? I was going to say this is about um, being her suit during lockdown, isn't it? That they didn't have yes, haircuts. Yes, exactly, the mullet. It's, yes. It was the mullet. Should we go yeah. for that? Um, You're right, Sarah, yeah. we think it's that they grew mullets in lockdown. Ah, yes, That's well done. That's a great done. answer. I mean, that mullet was dis- disgraceful, wasn't it, on Blair? I mean, how you thought you got away with that? <laughs> Tony revealed that he'd kept his post-doc lockdown locks long, so it's quite difficult to say that, when he recorded an ITV interview on Scottish independence with a straggly grey mullet prompting comparisons with the late nightclub owner and the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah, it was awful, absolutely terrible. Right, question five. What was the then Downing Street press secretary, Allegra Stratton, forced to deny on behalf of the PM in January of this year? Oh, God, weren't there quite a few things? January this year. Mm. It's hard to even remember what happened last week. The new lockdown. It was was just lockdown, wasn't it? I don't remember anything apart from January, apart from Uh, lockdown. Christopher, I mean, chop up! She denied a bicycle journey to the Docklands by Boris Johnson. Oh. Mm. Uh, no, you're wrong. No, okay. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was a really good answer. Yeah. That was a good try. Right. So, she had denied that he enjoys a daytime nap. Oh. Right. Interesting. Mm. Who, doesn't, who doesn't enjoy a daytime nap? Well, the that? thing is, you'd think he wouldn't mind being associated with daytime napping because Thatcher and Churchill both were. Yes. Oh, and, and daytime baths. Yes. <laughs> Instructing people from baths completely yes, naked. naked, yes, and leaping out. Recently, Sajid Javid did say that Boris Johnson works literally every minute of the day. <laughs> so, that, that's, so, no, he doesn't have naps during the day and he doesn't even have them at night. He doesn't sleep at night. No. He, walks, he, he works all the way through yes. 1,440 yes. minutes a day, 168 yes. hours a week or whatever it is. 
all the way through. Resting, but never off, never off Which duty. Thatcher was nothing next way. to him. Thatcher, just a layabout, took as many as yeah, four hours sleep a night. Sloth. Lazy. <laughs> Phone idle. We're speaking on, on the night, the night of, of the big votes in the House of Commons before Christmas, and I, I've been with him just now, walking behind him, asking him questions if he's pleased that... Well, he's, How did that uh, go down, Chops? Well, he ignored me completely. Right. He's yeah, too busy. Okay, so question six. The Ever Given blocked the Suez Canal back in March, but what was its intended final destination? Ooh. Oh, uh, uh, Rotterdam. Well done. Yes. Oh, good that. knowledge. Great, amazing. That was quick. Wow. But did it get there in the end? I'm sure it got there in the end. But how late was it? Do we know oh, how no, many days know. it was stuck in the sewers? Don't know. Are you some kind of container ship buff, Chris? That's very <laughs> impressive. Not real. Well, I was a bit. Do you collect a lot them? of? A lot of men. I, I think it is men. Were obsessed about that 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 ship, just wedged like a kind of big toy ship. You were obsessed because you're um, kind of obsessed with ships, if you don't mind <laughs> no, me do, saying. I, I was like just ships. thinking the same thing, Mr. Yes. Um, does he speak about the Britannia at home? Does he sometimes call out Britannia in his sleep, Sarah? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> his greatest achievement. I say we, I've had three children and he still talks about the Britannia. Yes. <laughs> should be re- renamed the Britannia. HMS Chopper. HMS Chopper. I think that would be The cool. Queen is going to smash a bottle of champagne against you, Chris. She's going to launch you. She might smash me against the, against the ship. See what happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> Next question. Question seven. Which dish did the PM claim he could make from memory despite not being the greatest chef? Oh. Oh, yes. Mystic Millie. I feel like it's spaghetti bolognese. Oh, I feel like you're no. wrong. Uh, oh, maybe that's just the uh, dish I can make from scratch. Is it, is it cheese on toast? No, you're wrong. I think we're going to give Michael a go. Uh, is it chicken and mushroom pot noodle? No, it isn't. Oh. I should if tell not, you. Why not? Because you're just making wild guesses and we're going to be here all night. Fish pie with haddock and prawns. Right. Oh. Well, that's the first time I've heard Yum. It. Sounds there good. Okay, question eight. What did Boris say to Paris in response to the diplomatic row over the submarine deal agreed between the UK, US and Australia? Oh. Wasn't it Donnez-moi un break? Yes. Yes, it was. Donnez-moi un break. That's the one. Yeah, I'm missing Millie. And Michael from the New Variants, you get half a point because he actually actually said, prenez un grip. And Donny Wa and Ray. And what did the Prime Minister say the following week at a donor's dinner? Donny Wa un bid. No, that wasn't him actually, it was someone else. I'll right. say it again. That's a really bad I'll story. Hashtag anecdote fail. Don't bother with that. Anecdote fail. I'm, I'm chairing this quiz, out. not you. Right, end of round one. Oh, God. So scores on the door. Known to shout. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, come on then. Scores on the doors at producer Louisa, if you would be so kind. Yes, so, unsurprisingly perhaps, because he's on his own (laughs) currently, Chris has two points. Oh, hello. Versus the new variants with three and a half. Oh! Oh, it's close though. Closely four. When when Tim Sally gets here, that'll improve. Right, time for a break. The house is now in recess, but don't go anywhere. We will return after this short break. We're interrupting this podcast to bring you news of another Telegraph show we think you might like. It's called Planet Normal. 
and it's hosted by me, Liam Halligan. And me, Alison Pearson. We're both Telegraph columnists who share the view that far too often those who shout the loudest on the telly just don't represent the views of normal people. So take a trip with us to Planet Normal. We're joined by some stellar guests, well-known voices from politics, business and the arts. All from different fields, but they have one thing in common. They're at the top of their game, but distinctly down to earth. The good news is I finally learned what a podcast is and even how you subscribe to it. It's actually quite simple. Search for Planet Normal on your podcast app or click on the link in the show notes for this episode. You don't really know what a podcast is, do you? I am one. Look, I am one. Who needs to know what it is? I am one. Okay, shut up. So round two, this is called how many? Question one, how many? Private jets flew into Glasgow for the COP26 climate change summit. Oh, how many? You need to confer with yourself. Maybe we should wait for Chris to give his answer because yeah. me and no, uh, no. Michael don't want to confer and give away anything to Chris. Okay. We should write them down. Are you Googling? Are you Googling? I'm calling, I'm calling Tim Stanley. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Uh, Tim, just briefly, how many private jets flew in to COP before the COP conference? I think I know this, Michael, by the way. 300. Just okay, just thanks, Tim. All the okay, pressure. See you soon. Yeah. 300? So I'll, uh, the, the, the uh, answer from the majority of one is 300. That's 300. I don't know why, Michael, but the number 114 <laughs> is in my oh, mind. because like Mystic, the, Mystic Meg. You I are did, pulling out No, numbers. but I did um, write a piece on it and sort of talked about the hypocrisy of the royals. And I don't know why, but 114? But, wow, that's fantastic. Although, just tactically speaking, if we just say uh, 299, then we're bound to be closer, assuming it was less than 300. So, uh, I love that. <laughs> what do you think? That's... Let's go 114. That no, brilliant. no, no, go 299. It's going to be, end up being 114, and then I look terrible. No, I want 114 now. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Go 299. Because this is not I think fair. You can't use my number and then go below Yes, we one. can. That's, that's, that's exactly outrageous. what we can. You either go one above or yeah. one below. Right. That's it. You are all wrong. Oh. oh. It was 670. No way! Oh! oh yes. God! Thank you. We'll yeah. take that point. Oh um, majority of one win one point. 114 may have been the number of private jets Harry and Meghan took in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I might be confused. I'm sure it was. Right, question two. Right. Which of the following lasted for the least amount of time? A. Andrew Neil's job at GB News. <laughs> B, Matt Hancock's special envoy role at the United Nations. Or C, Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak's participation in the self-isolation pilot scheme. I know know the answer. Well, I I think it's Matt Hancock's job because I think that was literally 24 to 48 hours. It was B. Both the new variants and the majority of one are wrong. What? The answer was C. What? What was C? The pilot scheme. And for a bonus point... How long did the Prime Minister and Chancellor last in the isolation period? Well, I thought it lasted longer, longer than a day. But, well, I would say it lasted for five days? Nope. I'd say two days. Nope. Shall I tell you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Two hours, 38 minutes. Is that oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyone? There you go. Okay, very good. For how long was Sweden's first female Prime Minister in office? 
this, um, yeah, this was less than 24 hours, wasn't it? Because she, she formed a government and then resigned again. And then, or possibly, did she become prime minister once again? After yes. that? I forget that. But anyway, it's less than 24 hours. So, well, hang on, you're saying you're just given hours there, haven't you? Because it's an actual okay. figure, Michael. All right. I'm, uh, what do you reckon, Camilla? I, I want to say 18, but that's because of your adherence to eight on the end of any <laughs> it's number. A Chinese lucky number. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. We'll, we'll go with it. 18. I'll say 28 hours. The new variants have it. Oh. The answer was 12 hours. 12 hours. Oh. Democrat. Social Democrat Magdalena Anderson swiftly resigned after her coalition partner quit the government and her budget failed to pass. Lovely. And Michael was right. She was then re-elected the week after. Question five. Now, this is one for Mystic Millie. How many words were there in Buckingham Palace's response to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's Oprah interview? The recollections may vary. Um, well, I can re- I can visualise it now, and it is three paragraphs long. Okay. Um, so, say if I just look at this little script I've got in front of me, just to do a quick calculation of how many words: one, two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. So, seventeen times one, two, three, four, five, six. What's seventeen times six, Michael? Oh, <laughs> I'm functionally a numerate, so I can't tell you that. Well, I'm going to say 56. That is the answer from the majority of one. What okay. words altogether? Yeah. Okay, 56. Six. That's Seven your final answer. Sixes are 42, are they? One six mm-hmm. is six, add four. This is ri- riveting our uh, podcast. I, mean, I think oh, it's so perhaps, I think we should say 112. Yep, yeah, right, Okay. And um, the majority of one said 56. And therefore, the winner of that question is the majority of one. Oh! oh. What's there the answer? 61 words. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> it felt longer. <laughs> Life does. Life does. Yeah, and check yeah. this out. The Telegraph's very own Alison Pearson appeared on Oprah's sofa herself some 20 years ago to promote her best-selling book. Has anyone else ever been asked? I've, I've always turned Oprah down. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. She... What was that line of yeah. Oprah? You know, you know. Were you silent or were you silent? Should we do that? Should we yeah. do that? Chopper, <laughs> yeah. I should say. One for you. Chopper, were you silent or were you silenced? I was silenced. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question six. As of today. What is the combined age of all three Brexit secretaries? All three Brexit secretaries. Oh, so DD, Stephen Barclay. Yeah. Who is it now? Rob was set Brexit secretary for a bit. Yeah. Rob. Was he one for a bit? Rob's about forty-five. Stephen Barclay. Stop talking. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very bossy. Well, I'm going to take a point away if you're going to be rude. I reckon it's about. It must be 150, shall we say? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I've got, Michael. Mm. 150. Look, on yeah, this I've piece written, of paper. I've written at 160 on the. Oh. Oh, I think we one should stick 150. How, but how how old have you said DD is? Oh, it's just a guess because there's three of them. Oh. <laughs> just three fifties, average in the mouth. Is, is nearly seventy. I mean, he's what? Okay, so it's. Hang no, on a minute, Michael. No, 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 no hang on. We right haven't on. submitted. I think we should say a bit higher, Michael, because I've calculated. Sure. Rob's about forty-five. Barclay's about forty-eight. Okay. And then if I've put DD fifty-seven, which adds no. up to one fifty, well, but if he's sixty-seven, we should go for one six five. I think. 
Okay, so you'll find right. a lot of new right. variants. One six five. Chopper, the um. One sixty. Right. They've won. I don't yes, know won. the new variants have won. Wow. Well, the answer well. is one hundred and sixty-eight. Steve Abarkley yeah. is forty-nine. Oh, old. David oh. Davis is seventy-two, and Dominic Raab is forty-seven. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't know, would you? Well, my answer of 150 really flattered them, didn't it? Yeah, if really you're listening, Don Rob, I said you're 45. On that maxim, Dominic Rob is 32. <laughs> ah, look, now Tim Stanley's arrived. Tim, welcome to this crazy quiz. Merry Christmas. Good to have you on. And you're, you're of course, our, our chief uh, leader writer on the Sunday Telegraph and also our sketch writer, aren't you? That is correct. But yeah. I can't remember anything about the last week, let alone the last year. No, there's, so. been some, there's some tricky ones so far, but we're OK. <laughs> Hello, Tim. Right. Question seven. This is a bit of a tricksy one, as you say. For the cost of one track and trace, how many of Dominic Robb's favourite chicken and bacon sandwiches from prep for £4.65 could you afford? Well, that's like £50 billion, yes, yeah. pounds, whatever it was. Is it 37? Yes. Yeah. Or, or nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tim's got some very, very good answers here. <laughs> Tim, Tim we're, our, our teams call the majority of one. Right. <laughs> Tim, answer please on behalf of the majority of one. Well, you have to do the maths. I mean, which oh. we, I don't know the I don't know the maths. Oh, you're are, mouthing numbers at me. Like... So it's the number. It's the number you can buy. Well, it was. Th- I think it was thirty-seven billion. Yeah. For, for track and trace. Yeah. So uh, what is four? Divided pounds? by four point seven six four four point. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, eight billion. and a half. Eight and a half billion is our answer. Right. The majority of ones say eight and a half billion. Right. Final answer. Right. Right. And what about the new variants? Eight and a half billion and one. <laughs> right. I that, that think that might not be as clever as you think because it could be less. I yeah, think. I think. And please forgive me if I'm wrong in this. I'm no good at maths. Um, the majority of one have it. Oh, hello. What's the answer? The answer is seven point nine five six nine eight nine two four seven point three one million. Is it? Yeah, it's 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 seven point nine five six nine eight nine two four seven point three one million. But we've just said not no. billion, but no. because track and trace cost thirty seven billion. It did. So how can it be million when four pounds? <laughs> right, the majority of one are right. The producers yes. have messed up, <laughs> and they are the losers. Sorry. Yes. I don't mean to be horrible Good. to the lovely producers, but I'm afraid they were wrong this time. Okay, come on. Okay, right. question eight. Oh, you'll love this. The sensationally popular podcast, Chopper's Politics, has been listened to how many times? Oh. Oh. Well, I won't, I won't answer this one. No. Tim, have a guess. Because you're always telling me and it's very boring. <laughs> um, it's not how many that times it's been listened to by me. <laughs> no. On repeat, as you can't sleep. Well, it must have hit some major milestone. Mm. I'd say I'd say a million times. Mm. Okay, okay. I think we should go higher than that, Michael. Yeah. It's been going quite a long time. Don't yeah. say yeah. Um, yeah. So should we say two million, and then we're a bit mm. in the other direction? Let's do it. Okay, final answer: two million. Yeah. Mm. Majority of one final answer: one million. Well, you're both very, very wrong. I think maybe Chopper should tell you. Well, I think it's more like six point five million. Oh wow! Yay! 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 Oh. But yeah. we are closer, to be oh, fair. They are closer. Yeah, you are, yes. Yeah. 
I, got, I mean, Tim Stanley was a friend of mine in the old days, and now it's just... Kind of, oh, chops. Well yeah, done, mate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no faith in this, this broadcasting. <laughs> Tick no idea, nor any faith in this whole broadcasting activity. <laughs> right, I think we need a quick round-up of who's winning. Producer Louisa. Well, the scores on the doors are the majority of one, five, the new variants... 6.5. Oh, that's good. I think we, we, we've improved since you arrived, Tim. Round three. Who said this? Question one. Who said this? We represent the most jiving hip happening and generally funker politician party in the world. Oh. Ooh, I think Michael Deacon. On Boris the buzzer. Johnson. Who? Boris Johnson. Yay. Oh. Boris Johnson at the 2021 Conservative Party conference okay. speech. Oh. Excellent. But why did he say it? Was it about Michael Gove dancing? And yes. Oh, oh yeah. So oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it for John Bon Govey. Living proof. Living proof that we, we, you all, represent the most jiving, hip, happening and generally funkopolitan party in the Is world. that a bonus point? <laughs> yes, that is a bonus point. I will give you a bonus yeah. point. <laughs> we can't After ask video... points. No, we can. And we will. Thank you. <laughs> After a video circulated of Michael Gove spotted dancing in an Aberdeen nightclub, Boris Johnson joked that sending top government representatives to nightclubs is the living proof that we represent the most jiving hip happening and generally funker politician party in the world. Ah. Okay, so question two. Who said this? Please refer to me as Britney Spears as from now on. Um, um, uh, Who? Yeah? Jackie Weaver. Yay, Jackie Weaver. And she has the authority. Please refer to me as Britney Spears from now on. The infamous line, you have no authority (laughs) here, Jackie Weaver, was of course not said by Jackie herself, but by the chairman, Brian Tolver. Yes, correct. Question three, who said this? Crime has been falling, and not just because we took the precaution of locking most of the public up for the last 18 months. <laughs> oh, I think that's missing, Lily. Johnson. Yeah. Boris Johnson said that in his um, Conservative Party conference speech, I did think. He? Yes, he did. Well done. A point for the new variants. <laughs> Very good. Crime has been falling. Uh, and, I, and not just, by the way, because we took the precaution of locking up the, the public for much of the last 18 months, uh, but because you have a Conservative government. Question four. Who said this? Ooh. You can shove your climate crisis up your... dot, dot, dot. And that's as far as I'll go with that quote. Let's just say derriere. Oh, Tim, who is it? Is uh, it? Uh, Nigel Farage. No. Nope. Good shout. Farage from um, Majority no. of One. No, it no. wasn't. That's your final answer. Nigel Farage. Michael, was it? One of Greta Thunberg's outbursts. Oh, interesting. You might be right. Go on then. Ooh. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll go with it. Is that your Let's final answer? Yeah. Final answer? Yes, it was Greta Thunberg. She's. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, you're right. Greta Thunberg yeah. sang these words when demonstrating against a lack of action yeah, yeah, by world yeah. leaders on the climate crisis at the COP26 in November. You can shove your climate crisis up your. You can shove your climate crisis up your. You can shove your climate crisis. Good answer. Okay, well done. Chopper's got his mouth full, so he won't be very helpful next time. Right. Got a mince pie, sorry. Okay, who said this? Get out of my pub. Oh, is there more? (laughs) 
I was going to say Peggy Mitchell and EastEnders. It's <laughs> yeah, got but, nothing but, to do but why, with this quiz. Why is, yeah. I, can, I can give the circumstances, but not a name. Go on. The lovely Tim Stanley. Is that all right? Mm. It, mm. It, it was um, when Keir Starmer visited. Oh, yes, in, in, in Bath. But I don't know the name of the landlord. Yeah, yeah so the landlord of a pub in Bath said, yeah. get out of my pub to Keir Starmer when he's campaigning, wasn't he? Yeah. In the local elections in May. Is that May. good enough, a landlord? Mm. I think that's fair enough. You can't there name will be the a bonus surely. point for anyone who could name him. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff the landlord. Al Murray. I mean, I, how do you even name a landlord? I mean, Cyril, Cecil, James, Dan, Duncan, Bill. Landlord Rod Humphreys, who runs... <laughs> oh, Rod Humphreys. Of course he was. Well, why didn't we Excellent. get Rod Humphreys? It was going to be Rod, wasn't it? <laughs> who co-runs the Raven Pub in Bath, channeled Peggy Mitchell when he yes. asked Sir Keir Starmer to leave but his pub back in Mark, though, Camilla. And on Friday, Arthur Keir to leave, Mr. Humphreys later said, I heard that the Labour Party were coming round and he turned up and I told him what I thought of him. Basically, I think he has utterly failed us as leader of the opposition. He has completely failed to ask the questions we need asking. That man is not allowed in my pub. Get out of my pub. Go on. Get out of my pub. (laughs) Question six. Who said this? Please snog cautiously. Oh, well. Uh, 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 uh. Um, Sajid Javid. Final answer? No, no, no. no. It's I'm, the woman. It's is that it woman. Coffee? Yes. No, she said don't snog. Did she? Okay, sorry. Say Sajid was, then. Had, then say Sajid then. Well, I think she said don't snog and Javid okay. replied do snog. Okay, go for it. Okay, that's final answer. Yeah, Any ideas right. for the new variants? Majority variant? one, we're going we're gonna to say Javid. Okay, you're going Javid. And what about the new variants? Mike? Well, I suppose we'll just have to go to Tree's Coffee then. What do you reckon? Yeah, right? I think so. Ah, uh, right. Health Secretary Sajid Javid. A point. Oh, well done. A point Mike. for the um, majority of one. To... The Health Secretary told people they could kiss who they wished under the mistletoe this Christmas after Work and Pension Secretary Therese Coffey told Robert Peston she didn't think there should be much kissing under the mistletoe. No. People could snog who they wish. Yeah, I'll certainly be you know, kissing my wife under the mistletoe. It's a Javid family tradition. Have you all been following this advice? Well, yes, I've been kissing my wife under the mistletoe. Michael, <laughs> Sarah, you're asking your own husband. Who have you been kissing, Michael, in Gravesend? Uh, this round has gone yeah. on long enough. <laughs> no. Can we have okay? I haven't kissed anyone under the mistletoe because I haven't had any mistletoe. Oh, no. I know, what's wrong with me? So I'm going to decorate the house. The parties we go to, we always wear latex masks. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, Tim, you're oversharing now. You're oversharing. So when you say we, yeah, like we've been to this. Tim's not speaking on behalf of the whole Telegraph. There. Right. Question seven. Who said this? I made a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake for which I'm truly sorry for. Oh. Oh, I think was that yes. Mystic Millie again. Um. Oh, hang on, Michael, bit of conferring here because I was initially yeah. thinking Matt yeah. Hancock and then I was thinking Allegra mm. Stratton. But she Ooh. didn't say terrible, 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 did she? Mm. Or maybe she did in that tearful... I, 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 yeah, I, I think it was her. But, yeah. um, OK, let's... Because I don't think Hancock would have put it... Cause no, I he didn't Hancock actually apologise. doing apologize. an emotional statement that's like that, right. did he? Let's say mm. Allegra Stratton, please. Right, now, now majority of okay, one. Okay, that's your final answer, majority of one. What are we going to say? We're going to say what you said. Well, Matt. Yeah, Matt Hancock said it. Yeah. Because of the Peston programme. Um, okay, I have got news for you. You are both wrong. Oh. oh. It was 
It was Dominic Cummings on his ill-advised trip to Durham. Although the incident happened last year, it was in 2021 that the country heard the PM's former advisor's explosive evidence to the Health and Social Care Committee about the government's handling of the pandemic. It was during this evidence that he said these words, as well as admitting that his trip to Durham was a complete disaster that undermined public confidence. Now, at this point, I made... Just a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake, which I'm extremely sorry about. Okay, then. Who said this? People need to get off their pelotons and get back to work. Uh-uh. I know, I, I, well, I was there. I, you can't say... <laughs> I don't think you should be allowed to answer this. I prompted the question. The answer... This is up to Tim. If Tim would like to answer it for your team, that's fine, but I don't allow you to do it. Uh... Nigel Farage? No! How hot is it in here? I'm just going to keep saying Nigel Farage until it's right. <laughs> say, something, <laughs> say something really right wing. Should we confer right. before chopping Okay, sorry, I didn't know who it was. Isn't it Michael? Hmm. You're also Tory uh, minister, but I'm trying to think which one it was. Was it Rishi? I don't think it was, because he, because, well, he is a Peloton user himself, so I don't think he would have done that. <laughs> he is, he uh, Who else is there? Rob. Go. No, they wouldn't have done that. Who is? Okay, he's got blonde hair. Oh, don't tell her that. Oh, no, but it wasn't Boris. <laughs> Great, even better. Um, <laughs> well, it can't be Michael Fabrican either. Um, no. Oliver Dowden? I thought he was ginger. The answer is Oliver Dowden because hey. he said it at a recording of Chopper's Politics podcast ah. at the party conference. Ooh. When I said to him, I think it was a civil servant who said how she enjoyed being on a peloton and having meetings and... Oliver Dowden, as the new chairman of the party, stepped in and said, get off your peloton and back to work. And that was then, that was pre-Omicron, that statement. Of Very course. good. The policy now is definitely to return to work. <laughs> get, get back okay, in your peloton. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to leave it up to your wonderful producers to decide who's going to get a point for that one. Oh, the power. Um, okay. I think that the new variants should get a point because they did name a Peloton user and that was a, a bonus question. Uh, the Chancellor Rishi Sunak owns a Peloton and I think majority of one should probably get a point too because Chris did know the answer. Yeah, what the answer? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I held back from answering it. I think, uh, I think people need to get off their Pelotons and get back to their, their desks. And that brings us up to the end of this delightful festive treat. It is time for the final scores on the doors. Louisa, if you would be so kind. So, as we come to the end of the quiz, majority of one, nine, but they sadly didn't ever quite catch up, so storming ahead to take the crown are the new variants with 11 points. Oh, well done, Mickey D and Cami T, dream team. Absolute (laughs) dream team. If you enjoyed listening, then make sure you follow this podcast and leave a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you're more than welcome to email chopperspolitics at telegraph.co.uk or it's at chopperspodcast on Twitter. And if you'd like to get in touch with me... My email is Mrs. Hope. At right, that stop right there. Thank you, Mrs. Hope. No more, no more fans getting in touch with you. Thank you very much. If you want more top-notch political analysis, head to telegraph.co.uk/newsletters, where you can subscribe to mine. 
The Chopper's Politics <laughs> newsletter delivers the inside track from Westminster to your inbox every weekday. Plus, you can read my Peterborough column, Diary column, which brings all the insider gossip you need from the corridors of power every weekend. Camilla? And if you don't already, please do consider subscribing to The Telegraph for journalism much more serious than this. <laughs> Head to telegraph.co.uk forward slash chopper for 30 days for free. Thank you to all our guests, Christopher Hope, Camilla Tominy, Michael Deacon and Tim Stanley. Thank you to the tireless producers and questionnaires, Louisa Wells, Giles Gear, Theodora Leludis and Isabel Bujard. Have a really good Happy New Year. Until next time, cheerio! Oh, that's better. Look at that. Happy Christmas, everybody.